So this was a lot of fun recording this podcast. Yeah, maybe the most fun. Just so much in common, so many interesting topics. Just fun. Yeah, we had uh, Devin Trujillo. She is a recent graduate of UCR, University of California, Riverside here. Um, she works at KUCR, which is a local radio station. She has her own show called Outsider Roundup. She's a musician, bass player, played in a um, band for a number of years, played shows all over Southern California. Huge music enthusiast. So we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, just music, trashy reality TV, relationships, your obsession with Morrissey. Yeah, we did a deep dive into Morrissey, all things Morrissey, and, and like you said, reality TV and what we're watching and, and all of that. So a lot of fun. Um, hope you enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed making it and hanging out with Devin and learning all about her world with music and UCR and the radio station, and especially under right now with, with quarantine and how they've adjusted and with her show and what that looks like now. So hope you enjoy it. This is the Create Podcast. I don't know how much you know about me, but I also went out south for a while, too, yeah. and then oh, found my way back to oh, I love that. <laughs> California. Yeah, I growing. Are we? Is this happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. wonderful. Yeah, we keep talking. Yeah, we just Yeah, when I, well, because I grew up here, like I'm from Grand Terrace, but spent oh, most cool. of my time in Riverside. Yeah. And Redlands, too, I suppose. There are a lot of, like, church shows and hardcore shows out here that yeah. I would venture into. Cool. <laughs> oh, boy, Redlands. <laughs> 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 but I, for some reason, growing up, I was like, man, Inland Empire sucks. I got to get oh, out always. of here. Like, yeah. this is nothing. And I spent all of my time on a music message board, specifically AFI, The Despair Faction, their fan club <laughs> message board and through there i met a boy from tennessee and so oh. week after high school i oh, wow. moved to really? high school graduation <laughs> moved out to tennessee oh my gosh were your parents like freaking out my mom was yeah she worked it out yeah <laughs> good for her she got she worked through it. it out yeah but it was that thing like i need to go out and you know there's I'm going to go hang out in Nashville and Murfreesboro and, like, yeah, see the world there. And we were saving up to move to Portland, Oregon while we were living there. So we yeah. made that move. So did move. you move to Portland? Yep. Yeah. I was 19, 20. Yeah. Trying to, like, work full-time and go to school full-time. Yeah, because that's what you do. enjoy anything about Portland because I was 19 and 20 and yeah. couldn't go to bars right. or see any of the Portland's bands that so I loved cool. coming yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. But it was like, oh, your favorite band's coming? Well, yeah, to a bar. Stay home. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and then somehow I was like, I want to go back home. Yeah. And I was like, man, Inland Empire rules. I know, isn't that so funny? Yeah, I lived in Seattle for like 12 years. Um, so, like, I love the... It's just so beautiful it is, up I love there. It. I love, love, love. I, I always joke all the time that had I, like been making a decision for myself mm. I would have ended up back in Seattle when I came back to this coast but one of us doesn't like the rain so much oh I get it that's why I had to leave Portland it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I when I was there it was like one of their worst rain seasons in a decade and it rained for nine months straight yeah <laughs> it was literally like yeah. waking up in the morning with, maybe today I'll see the sun <laughs> like, no okay, okay. <laughs> what year were what years were you there 2009 2011 yeah around there oh it was yeah 
It was sad. It was crazy. <laughs> there was a year in there, and maybe it was 2009, where Seattle got, like, the most snow. Yeah, I think like, it was that year because, yeah. like, Portland was getting crazy snow that yeah. it never had, like, walking to work at 5 in the morning through snow. Yeah, <laughs> just my like, son had, like, the longest <laughs> Christmas break ever because I think they were out of school for, like, two weeks before Christmas rough. break started. Yeah, it was rough stuff. It was crazy, but, yeah, I love, love, love the Pacific Northwest. It's so pretty. I'll go back to visit. Yeah. There is nothing like Seattle in the summer. I always say like that's true. It's, I it's amazing, but it's just the rest of the it's rough. Like it's rough. It's rough for that four weeks of summer, right? And exactly, then. <laughs> exactly. Which that's what, and I would say the same thing about the Carolinas too. Yeah, um, where you know, the it's sun, rough. It's rough, <laughs> and it's a long patch of rough where you like. Walk yeah. outside and it's just like getting smacked in the face. And if mosquitoes humidity. love you, yeah, I'm, d- yeah, I'm right there. And it's like, oh, well, I'm gonna go outside yeah. and take this call. Well, I've got 48 <laughs> bites on my yeah. face, yeah. <laughs> I know. and I need a shower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would like walk out to like pick a tomato out of the garden and not not exaggerating, come back in with 15 mosquito bites. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, until like dark days, your people, especially people that have never left never lived in another place you know and they'll talk shit about riverside or the <laughs> inland empire of southern california like you just don't you just understand don't how weather even is related to your happiness and oh, like absolutely. your enjoyment of Huge. a day it's it's absolutely so related to it and it's one thing to visit but when you've like lived and you go through the seasons of the humidity and the extreme cold and oh it gets cold like yeah yeah driving through snow and you're like but it was 114 degrees with humidity like not that long ago well and and in addition it's (laughs) a region that consistently gets snow but has no way to deal with it other than just shutting down i'm like i'm sorry how is closing for two weeks our solution to annual snow still in 2018 guys like yeah, yeah. so it world. goes. Yeah, so it goes. So you so came, yeah, you just don't know. So you came back. When did you come back to Riverside? I was probably 21, 22. So it was probably in a quick like three, four years that I did all my traveling. Yeah, like, boom, and then boom, boom. I was like, I'm going home. Like I just I had friends back here who were like, I came back to visit. And it was just like, why aren't you here? And they're <laughs> yeah. like having pool parties <laughs> right. and just like enjoying life out here. And I'm like, oh, well. I haven't seen the sun in a year, but you guys, it's, it looks like a real good time. Tell me what it looks like. Yeah, and it was honestly oh, that. I, I was like, it. I want to have fun because I was – I didn't. I was like 19 and 20, you know, yeah. the years where you're really supposed to be rocking it, and I wasn't. So I came back. Just surviving. And it was wonderful. It was the best decision I made. I love that. Yeah. So you came back, and you enrolled at UCR. No, that was a journey. I didn't, when I was living in Portland, I was going to the community college there for a little bit, like doing all the classes there and came back and wasn't sure if I wanted to keep going to school. Wasn't really sure what I wanted to do at all. Then got my heart broken and then got a guitar. And then I was like, (laughs) and the rest is just, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to write some songs and figured out guitar, wrote some songs, and then one of my best friends from junior high who I lost contact with, she had been living in L.A. all the years that I was out and doing fun L.A. stuff, being a big, like, 
I don't even know what to call it, but she like led a band and was like living her best life out there. But then she moved back to the Inland Empire after getting her heart broken. And it was like, join my band. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we can do this. And I was like, all right. So school wasn't on my mind at all. I just started playing music and working crappy jobs and was just going to be like, all right, let's see what happens if I want to go back to school. And eventually I did. It started going to RCC first while I was doing band stuff and then did the transfer process a couple years ago. It's been like 10 years of yeah community colleges transferring breaks. Your transcript is like this. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's. I'm glad UCR accepted me, and uh, I'm glad I'm done with it as well. So, so what did you graduate? You just graduated just in the graduated. weirdest, you know, last <laughs> semester of college ever. A doozy. Yeah, my winter term ended around like the beginning of March, so that's when everything started going kind of haywire. So, like, the winter term, like, I was in this Bollywood class that I had to, like, make this Bollywood movie for. Yeah. And we were going to have this big screening for it. Like, that's what the class was leading up towards. And we had this big choreographed thing. And then, like, the week of finals, it's like, well, you guys, you're not allowed to come to school anymore. Um, So, thanks for all your hard work. Uh, So, it's like, okay, well. And then spring term started this past one, and that was all online. And it was just... It's so difficult to care. Well, you already have senioritis, you know. Right. You're like, all right, great. But when your bed is right next to you mm-hmm. and you can <laughs> shut off your camera and <laughs> it yeah. was, we have I pulled one through it. who graduated from <laughs> high school and the how? senioritis was, well, here's how. He was in <laughs> IB English, like English is yeah. his best subject. He ended up having to do credit recovery to like finish the class because he just could not even yeah which i you know i couldn't i i was just like bro i do not care how <laughs> you do this mm-hmm. just get it done yeah i in high school i was the exact same way because i did not want to be there right my junior year i just completely gave up and my poor mother was like can we try like homeschooling <laughs> yeah. online program yeah. like please yeah. you just need to do something that's why i'm, I'm like I don't care what your grades are. Just, just, just earn degrees. Just get just it done, please. man. And it was like mm, the life force was not there. Right. So my junior year, I went in online classes and didn't do anything. So went back to Colton High. That's where I graduated from. Yeah. As we get to the end of the story, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I went back to Colton High and pretty much had to redo my entire junior year yeah. while doing my senior right. year because of credit recovery. Yeah. Less and I credit recovery. shouldn't have graduated, I think, but a wonderful teacher fudged the numbers a yeah. little bit. <laughs> and I ended up meeting them later because they played in a bluegrass band with oh, my amazing. friend's dad. And so now we're friends and listen that's to awesome. old-timey records mm. together. I'm like, thanks for... Bless letting me graduate. The senior <laughs> counselors and the senior mm-hmm. teachers. They know it's up. <laughs> they're getting it done. Yeah. They know the kids mean well. They know they're they smart. Do. Yeah, and they're so good at gauging, you know, when when he was like attempting to like still finish the IB class, his teacher was like, 
I really just need to like have some inkling that you care. Yeah, just the smallest. Yeah, she smudge. was she was really trying, but he. Just, I couldn't imagine. He did not care with all of this right now, especially yeah. like with my apathy already back then, right. like million times over. Oof. Oh, he got it done. He graduated. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, and I mean them trying to yeah. figure it out as it's happening and yeah. just not a precedent for yeah that type of thing. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it. If I was a senior nope. in high school. No. Yeah, it 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 was crazy. But <laughs> senioritis, senioritis pulled you, through. Yeah, you got it done. I'm still I graduated, but I still have one more class I'm currently in. Listen, but I, it's told, a class I was telling I Antonio love, so this good. the other day. <laughs> I had a recurring nightmare for 10 years <laughs> after graduating from college that they came to me and were like, psych, you have mm-hmm. to give your diploma back. You didn't actually graduate. You know that one math class mm-hmm. that you thought you dropped and you stopped going to. You didn't drop it. Mm-hmm. You have to go back and do the Yeah. Yeah. I, like an actual like waking up sweaty nightmare 10 yeah. years. I've been having yeah. stress dreams of forgetting about a class. Yes. Of just like, all right, I've done it. I'm good. Oh no! I had an English class this <laughs> right. whole time. I didn't do anything. I for had it. that dream. It, what does that say about the college? Experience I so had that, that dream. It's like it's such. St- like, it's a stress nightmare. Yeah, it really. It's a. It really <laughs> is stress. Are you having those nightmares? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I had that exact one where it would be like halfway through the semester. And I'd realize, oh, my gosh, I had that class. I haven't been going that to the whole I have not been going to sociology. I totally had that one. But then the whole. That was last night. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Ten years after graduating. But <laughs> then then the whole, uh, like, not graduating. Because I graduated. I walked. I had two classes that I was enrolled to take that summer. Mm-hmm. So they still let me walk and everything. And then I was in my senior year, I was starting a business, actually a, a franchise. I bought a franchise business. I was like starting during my last semester. So I was like super checked out. Finished that semester, passed all my classes. And then that business got really busy. And I dropped those two classes. I'm like, I'll do them next, I'll do them next summer. And Which five. You, you, you do not. You you are not someone that enjoys school I at hate, all I hate school. in the slightest. Six ever. years later, I hadn't taken those two classes, <laughs> and I finally took them That's and and officially insane. officially like. But at that point, I was like That's so, so stressful to me. Yes, knowing that <laughs> right, <exists>. right. <laughs> You're like, thank you for confirming that my nightmare is real. Yeah. Oh boy, I couldn't imagine. But yeah. because of those two classes, like hanging over my head for six years, those dreams never oh, stopped yeah, that whole time. That is yeah. awful. Yeah, I have yeah. to take. Well, I'm in the process of one. It's finishing up. It's a Civil War class. So I'm, oh, enjoyable. I'm fine with that right now. Because yeah. my major is music and culture, but I minored in U.S. history just because that's – I'm a total, like, yeah. geek when it comes to that. Like, yeah. I always have been. And so – and especially right now to, like, yeah. take all these classes yeah. and it's like – I know what I'm talking about, even though I don't. But, like, I feel a little more secure, like, yeah. arguing. I'm yes. in, like, an Alexander Hamilton deep dive mm. right yep. now. and yeah, I still haven't seen so, Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, we watched it on Dis- – <laughs> my boys and I watched it on Disney Plus last week. Okay, it's amazing. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, sister and my nieces, that's all they've – well, their babies, they don't talk about it. But my <laughs> but my sister does, and she – she makes it seem like they really enjoy it, so <laughs> she makes them. Enjoy it. So, yeah. what did your um? You started a band with your friend. What did that evolution look like with band oh, and music? Uh, the first, yeah. So the first band I really played in, called 
uh, we were called Mischief, and she went by my friend Melissa. She went by Mischief, and we were her misters and her miss. And uh, yeah, I played bass. I had never played bass before, but I bought a bass and loved to listen, like, what was it, Gang of Fours, Damaged Goods. Like, I'd put that on and just, yeah. like, try to mimic that. And that's how I learned bass. That's amazing. And so <laughs> when we, she, like, you know, got a couple guitarists and a drummer together, and they've been playing for in bands for years. So here I am just, like, this goofy kid who hasn't talked to anyone, really, <laughs> in a couple years because I've been in isolated, like, Portland rain. And it's like, hey, how's it going? So I just kind of, like, faked it till I made it kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And But the band, we were together for maybe three or four years which is a long time. It was a really long time. Young adult band life. Oh boy, and it was wonderful but rough because the singer started dating the drummer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so that's really yeah. all I have to say about that. Yeah, I have He two crashed brothers. her car yeah. and then oh. practices were just tension filled yeah. Yeah. and that's I have the two best brothers way to break up a band. It yeah. was the <laughs> worst. And yeah. we had been together for years, so it's like that's that's my brother. Like that's yeah. It was bad, but the music was so good. And I like, I recently deleted my Facebook and took like all the videos and pictures off from there. And I went back and like looked at all the like old videos from Facebook of the live shows. And like, man, these songs were so yeah good. We released like a little four song EP like five years ago. Yeah, maybe. And those are like floating around somewhere, <laughs> but like. <laughs> But those songs are so good. So that was that band. and But through that band, I met so, like, she just grabbed me by the hand and just, like, introduced me to this world of, like, L.A. musicians and I.E. musicians and creatives. And I had no idea, especially growing up out here, that, like, there was all these, like, little microcosms of weird creative freaks who... Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not alone. So, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until I was like 22, 23 that I really started like figuring out. And I'm 29 now <laughs> to, give, <laughs> to give reference to these years. <laughs> now I can do the math. <laughs> what kind of music were you guys doing? Boy, it it was like heavy, witchy, cabaret stuff. Like, it's hard to like... It's hard to describe. It was kind of crazy. And usually I'm really good at, like... Yeah. I, we would do a cover of uh, I Put a Spell on You, but it was kind of more like CCR's version. So it was, like, kind of in that sense, like, just really, like, heavy but kind of spooky. That's cool. And Melissa is very... She's just a show woman. Like, she's been keeping it easy now with all these quarantine stuff, but... After she stopped music, she started, like, hosting drag shows and doing this. Oh, cool. So she's, like, so we're just playing really, like, heavy, kind of, like, creepy music. And she's just, la, la, la. Like, <laughs> she looks like Liza Minnelli and has, like, her <laughs> lace. And she's great. And so that was wonderful. But, uh, yeah, had to dip out because it was just, like, boy, you guys need to yeah. stop fighting. Yeah, like what percentage of bands implode Boy. because of relationship just do amongst? Do not date people in your yeah, band. Just that's don't. the that's really the only advice I could give yeah. to the world. <laughs> to the yeah. world, just you're like this is my contribution. If you're in a band and the drummer's really handsome, great, cool. Yeah, have him just introduce don't. you to a friend. Yeah, <laughs> just don't don't date him. 
Yeah, my brothers when they were they were in high school, I was college age. They're younger than me. They're twins, and they played in a band in Riverside. And this was their very first band. I think probably like freshman year in high school. And my brother wrote all the songs, all the lyrics, all the music, and they had a girl singer and a guy singer. And my brother was in love with the girl singer. Of course. And a lot of the songs, the songs were about her. No. And then, <laughs> and everybody knew they were. But nobody talked about it. No. And then the other boy singer, they started dating. So then he was singing the songs that my brother had wrote. He's singing the songs to her. At some fleet. Yeah. Max. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they handled it extraordinarily well for, for that. I mean, they, like, my bro- that's one of my brother's best friends, the guy to this day. Like, they're yeah. still well, best friends. So. And they've been friends, I, like, since elementary Yeah, school. it could have been a disaster, and it really wasn't. So kudos to them for... Yeah, your brother is just like the most like good, easy go good yeah. guy. Yeah, it was it was funny to watch though ever. from a distance. I that's the thing with like knowing being friends with a lot of people like in bands, musicians, like knowing their personal lives and like seeing them get up on stage and like seeing yeah. the songs. Like I know exactly what that song's about. Yeah. Like <laughs> that guy was a jerk. Like sing it, sister. Like that guy was a jerk. It was. It's I interesting. It. I miss it all so much right now like not having this community like to just hang out with and yeah go to shows oh i miss shows so much yeah there he goes it'll be back it'll be back we'll be back eventually Eventually. you said the comedy stores patio open just the restaurant basically yeah yeah you can go eat their crappy food yeah <laughs> like, pre- yay who wants to go to the comedy store just pray. to eat <laughs> just say oh, i'm at the comedy store but eating their fried chicken tenders don't you just want to be like bobby lee can you just like stand in the parking lot yeah. and like tell some jokes like throw us a bomb yeah i i miss music too like so our we have six kids and our oldest is 20 we have four boys that are all between what 17 and yeah, they're a year apart. Oh, boy. So right now they're 20, 19, 18, and 17. So when they were – how old was Tristan when I took him to their first show? Gosh, probably like 13. So he was like – they were maybe? like 13, 14, 15, yeah. 16. I think he was even 12. Yeah, anyway. he might have been 12. I think he was, thought they were like 12 to 15. And I took him to their first show to uh, see Jimmy World in, awesome. in uh, when we were in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the best things about Raleigh where we were is there was like four just really good small music yeah. venues. And if anyone went to the southeast, especially in North Carolina, they were going to Raleigh. It's yeah. the capital. So we had a ton of bands like that. So we saw them in this really small club packed out in the front row. And they got the set list. And afterwards, I had, I'm like, this is not how it normally goes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't, like you had an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you don't normally get the set list. Like you don't guys. get to give the singer high fives like when they're singing. Like that's not always. <laughs> you guys like were on the band's Instagram. Like, yeah, like the band like took a picture from the that's... stage and they're like in the front and that row. was their first show. That, that was their, their first show. show. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, but so we t- I took them to over what that that probably what three four year period. Yeah, we were going to shows all the time like that. Um, get up kids we yeah. took them to that show and same thing they got the set list got to meet the whole band and that is so awesome yeah. they got some good skills though because tristan the youngest of the four 
gets a set list pretty much every show he goes to because you he like a ton of them, yeah. you talk yeah. him well. He's got like a good, you know, he knows to like immediately mm-hmm. leave, go away by the door, or sometimes he like gets they... it. He just grabs it off the stage. Yeah, know? that's all you have to like do. Like the stage manager so. will be coming by, like pulling the tape off of it, and he's like, "I'm here, I'm here." Yeah, he's like right the, there. The one time I felt like I really made it, someone asked for my set list. <laughs> Can I have your set list? And You're I was like, like, "Yes, I would love to give yeah. you the set list yeah. so much." Yeah, I still have boxes and boxes of just because I started going to shows when I was like 12 maybe and it was just every week at least and so I have just a treasure trove of garbage just like written on the back of like beer boxes (laughs) and just all this I'm like this is good they drink this beer (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I I got pretty. My first show was the Spice Girls when I was seven. That's nice. amazing. Saw them at the what? What is it called now? The Glen Helen Pavilion, yeah, whatever it was before. Track. Yeah. And uh, so I saw the Spice Girls, but it's amazing. It was a bit of a break. At, wait, no, I saw the Backstreet Boys after that, but then a few years, and then I saw AFI when I was twelve. They played yeah. in. San Bernardino with Coheed and Cambria in a static lullaby. Really? It was a really weird show. I yeah. love Coheed. <clears throat> it, oh, what? Claudio? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. The vocalist? He was threatening to stab people. Really? The crowd <laughs> was horrible. Oh. It I was mean, one it's of San the Bernardino. Worst so. shows in history. And it was like my first real introduction. And I had my dad with me, bless his heart, who ended up being like my show partner for years. That's Just awesome. Giant, like, 300 plus pound like Mexican guy with like a big forehead and just, like, <laughs> he like threw a kid who was trying to jump on his back to stage dive all night just I saw him launch but my dad's <laughs> thing is he always ends up backstage somehow because he looks nice. like security yeah and so that show same thing like ended up backstage so my first show was like you let that let that girl through <laughs> so, like, they're in this little like seventh grader like in the front like yeah I did it and it was they had it was at the orange show they had the heater going on it was like a january so it was just hot in there the whole crowd was like doing that thing where it's like an ocean and everyone's falling on each other and it was miserable and uh yeah so they started heckling coheed and claudio didn't take it well (laughs) and then afi played that's why the IE gets a bad rap. There, <laughs> yeah. LA bands come and play here. And, yeah. <laughs> we want what we want, I guess. It's like, I didn't come here to see you, but that's the worst <laughs> like yeah, yeah. mentality it's, to it's have. It's not great. Yeah. Being an opening band is fun. Yeah. Claudio <laughs> is Ethan's hair icon. Is he the one? Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the hair. Yeah. His oh, hair is boy. amazing. He's uh, our 19-year-old hair icon. I remember the first time I heard them years ago and then saw a picture. I'm like, that's the like, guy. Wait, what? Make yeah. It makes yeah. no sense. It must be confusing, like, seeing him play live, too. My dad like, was very confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had tickets to see them last year in Raleigh. It was, like, Taking Back Sunday. And, oh, yeah. And, like, a big old. And at the last minute, we couldn't go. I was super bummed. But. Yeah. Just like emo revival. Yeah. Like it was. Well, that was the cool thing back then when I started taking the boys to to shows. Like, I think it was like the 20 year anniversary of like Clarity or. or so weird. Um, So you had, our, or was it 10? Anyway. So you had all these bands We've that lost. like I listened to. Yeah. All these bands that I had listened to, you know, early 20s and 
um, that were like either coming back just to go on tour and they were like all coming through there so it was yeah like we like sat with our like arms on the and... stage like this for dashboard confessional like oh <laughs> was the, that was my favorite dashboard was my yeah, favorite our kids one. were into them we took them to see them like twice i think yeah we we like yeah. love dashboard confessional mm-hmm. as a family I it's our family band definitely yeah, my... had a picture of yeah, Chris, Chris ripped out of yeah. some magazine <laughs> he's just so little like you see him in person. he's a little man <laughs> and you're like oh look at those oh, size 12 who, who boy hurt jeans you, yeah. little man when we saw him in the summertime <laughs> a couple years ago he was wearing this super tight tank top and like super tight short shorts yeah nice he's so little he's so <laughs> little like they were like up, a know. size 12 boys pair of jean shorts it's just like and like teeny tiny toms like he was wearing toms that day i think yeah. just a miniature man <laughs> my first show was ziggy marley at the hollywood bowl radical my dad took me radical yeah and i think van halen was i saw van halen at unlv like I you were center about to say van halen was on the same ticket i was like, <laughs> I was like, You're like wait, what? wait what i think that was my my dad we went You're up like, to that's an eclectic show yeah vegas and <laughs> i think that was my second show but music music for, like my dad was when i was tiny my dad was obsessed with pink floyd mm. and the wall was like playing my dad gets obsessed with something, whether yeah. it's a chicken sandwich or a, an album or a song. <laughs> so there was happens. a period. Yeah, there was a period when I was like three or four, I think, where that album was playing all the time. Yeah. And then he stopped. And then I got into music like fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. Um, and I didn't start listening to Pink Floyd till like middle school, probably. And uh, I'd put the album in. I hadn't really heard it in forever. I'm like, I know the words to everyone. <laughs> You're like, wait oh, a just minute. Ingrained in you. It's like osmosis. Yeah. Well, you had a unique music experience because your parents are the oldest, both the oldest, and they had you super young. So you had like a whole stream of like super cool aunts and uncles that introduced mm. you to best. like the best music. Yeah. Like I had around fifth, sixth grade, I had one uncle that was into um, from Van Halen, Metallica and yeah. Anthrax and just all all metal stuff. Which he was super into. I remember walking into his room in like fifth grade, and he had was just covered like wallpapered with posters. Nice. And I remember when we were allowed to go in there, me and my other cousin, <laughs> we, were, we were like, <laughs> he was probably a senior in high school, and we yeah. were in sixth grade. Yeah. And like he would let us come in his room. Sometimes it was such a big deal. We would just he's like, don't touch anything. And we would just stare <laughs> at the wall, walls, and all the posters. And then I had another uncle that was into the smiths and that that whole mm-hmm. whole world introduced me at a really age so but it, on your instagram i saw a picture of a guy wearing a morrissey shirt was that your dad was he a big, big old guy? man yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, <laughs> okay. that's my dad and yeah he like he was almost like in the nfl like played like high school football hero and like all of this but he like talks about being like secret goth like he would have to like <laughs> like hide in the closet he's to like, listen to Susie he's like I'm putting my eyeliner on underneath my pretty football much. helmet and so like when I started really getting into that stuff when I was like 12 or so he was like is that is that Morrissey I hear and so he was able to like finally embrace it and really that's let amazing. his freak flag fly that's awesome we we were able to see him a few times when he did when he first came back to California I don't know. I was probably like 15 or something, but it was his first show in like 10 years or something. Yeah. We went to that. It was 
We saw him in San Diego, and he played, like, a quarter of the set because the mic was feedbacking, and it was, like, pretty much, like, just told us all to go home. He's was, a little like, bit of a finicky performer. But same show, once again, my father looks like security. He was like, just stay here, because it was this big line, like, at this marina. It was, like, this outdoor show, and he just... Acted like he was the head of security. People were asking him to take their lunch breaks. And same (laughs) thing, like, he was like, let that girl through. And so it was like front row center, like, like Morrissey touched my hand. That's the best. It's like that meme that's like, I wore a red shirt to Target, and I don't know, but I'm working on Sunday from 12 (laughs) to 5 for care. He just has that look to him, like, I don't know, I respect that guy. I could see it. Someone comes up to him at the end of the show, hey, here's your check. Thanks very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah, he'll just roll with it. But I, I don't know why, but, yeah, Morrissey, he really... My first tattoo, uh, once again, my poor mother, I just, like, rigged up a system when I was, like, 15 or something. Had, like, a needle in the you back of You made your own a... tattoo gun? Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. But not even a gun. It was just a needle, like, in the eraser of a pencil that yeah. I just yeah. little stick and poke. And uh, yeah. I wrote asleep on my ankle <laughs> because I was very sad and I just love the Smiths. Yeah. But now it looks like Ashley. Nice. So I just tell that's, people it says Ashley. <laughs> yeah. like, I know our now 17-year-old when he, I think he was like 15, was mm-hmm. trying to like <laughs> put together a logical argument to me of why he should be able to let one of his friends give him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I'm just went like, for it. Tristan, in no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful that he was like coming to me yeah. talking it through. But I was just like. In no universe. He's like, I'm just going to do it like here on my thigh. I'm like, I have a problem with everything that you're saying. Like, there is no part of what you're saying that I'm okay with. I pull up my laptop. I'm like, let me just show you some pictures. Like, 20 years later. Yeah, I'm so thankful that it did not. I didn't go all out because I was a creative kid. You know, I could have. I have a small question mark on my knee. And then a couple dots on my wrist. I think that was the end of the damage I did to myself. <laughs> the extent of the <laughs> stick and poke diaries. Yeah, but yeah. I ended up with more anyway. But those were, well, not all of them professional. But <laughs> I didn't do that. Professional. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> more professional than, you know, the self-portrait yeah. tattoo. Marissa says I have a borderline inappropriate obsession with Morrissey. That's true. <laughs> Lately, it's been crossing the border a little. Yeah. My, I've, that... I've recently just not rediscovered, but he he was making me upset for a little bit of the time. I was like, Morsi, I can't handle yeah, you can and your personality that. yeah, and your views. And so, but this past week, specifically yesterday, I yeah. was like, I'm going to put on the Sing Your Life video. I'm going to dance. Yeah, <laughs> like, just have it. Well, you kind of had a similar experience because you saw him in concert with the same brother that wrote the songs mm-hmm. um, in Durham. Like yeah, when we lived like in North Carolina. Four years ago. And it was like a advertisement for being a vegetarian. Like wasn't the oh, whole show like. Oh, yeah. yeah the screen the whole time. It was screens, showing like cows yeah, being had slaughtered. And, when I yeah. saw them as well. And I was like, wow, this is. This is like intense. I'm a vegetarian and I don't <laughs> like yeah. I know I don't eat meat because I know yeah. I don't like that. Please stop showing yeah. it to me more. So like I'm a vegetarian <laughs> and you're offending me. You're so. like, that's. 
Yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, you're right. That's that's gross. That's, that's Thank gross. you, sir. Thank you for broadcasting. Well, I came home from that show. <laughs> you did. You I were came home for her. I'm like, shooketh. I'm like, I think I have. I don't want to, but I have to yeah. become a vegetarian. I was like, like <laughs> just go to bed. Just go to bed. Drink some water. You're gonna be okay in the morning. It will be fine. You'll, yeah. You're gonna yeah, move he, past it. Like, I remember Tiger Army opened for him. This is like at least ten years ago, and they got kicked off the tour because like one of them like. Like ate a hot Snuck dog. a burger like, or something <laughs> like that. Like he has this strict like no meat clause if you Wow, if you tour with, with him. Well, I think it was Coachella years ago. My brother saw him and he, he was downwind from like the giant turkey leg vendor. <laughs> and it, it was I just blowing. I don't want that to be so funny yeah. to me. But <laughs> it's hilarious. So he's like, it's just blowing it across the, the stage. Of course, he's having to just smell turkey. He's like, oh. Like, yeah, my brother said like he was gagging. And finally, he just said, I can't, something like, I can't perform yeah, with he's a burning performer. flesh. Yeah. Burning Boy, flesh. Is he. And, he, and he left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a creative genius. You know, like, he's one of those people that's in a category where you're like, we're just going to let you yeah. be who you are because. Bless his heart. Yeah. That's... You've given us some beautiful music. So <laughs> carry on, Warrior. He was on Larry King's new show a few years ago interview. And it was, was actually, a, it was a pretty good interview. Yeah. Huh. I've it, been meaning it, to read his book. I know he released that yeah. biography, autobiography a couple of years ago. Yeah, but once I again, having to, all right, Morrissey, <laughs> I'm going to listen to your music. I love you. But yeah, they're just kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, there's sometimes <laughs> in a relationship you need boundaries. Exactly. That's true. It is absolutely a relationship. There's it's that one song, Rubber Ring, where he's like <laughs> talking about like, it's like, exactly how i feel about him like it's about like oh remember the songs that you used to love growing up like <laughs> you're older now you're a clever swine they're the only ones who ever stood by you and i was like oh you got me morrissey <laughs> you're right <laughs> like how did you know years later i'd want to revolt against you but so he, goes, he like just built that in do you love me like you used to like no morrissey but i'm trying Okay. <laughs> like I'm committed. Um, so yeah. you, when did you get in to um, working at the the radio station UCR? How did that develop? Oh man! So when I was at RCC, my friend Michaela, who works at a uh, Back to the Grind, you know, the yeah. coffee shop in Riverside, and we just like through playing shows there and stuff, became friends with her. And she, I met her at RCC, and she was transferring to UCR. And also was like, when I go to UCR, like, I want to go to KUCR. Like, that's what I want to do. I was like, me too. That sounds awesome. So I kind of followed in her footsteps. And she was hired by that point and working there and uh, was like, put in the good word. I had to put in my application like a year before, like before I even started. Like, they don't hire often. And so I felt like... I need to put it in even before I go to UCR so I have a chance for whenever they do. Yeah. And I did. And so, yeah, I think I put it in, like, a summer, and it wasn't until, like, that next spring that I got a phone call. Wow. And so, yeah, that was only a year ago, really. It was, like, 2000, early 2019. Yeah. And it's just been a whirlwind ever since. I just started as a DJ just slowly, like, figuring it out and the board and all this and then got deeper into the KUCR belly of the beast and now I'm like the PSA director and I make all these public service (laughs) announcements and it's just my 
there's like it's hard to listen to the radio sometimes like the station because i make most of the commercials yeah and so it's like in between it's like k-u-c-r presents i'm like no 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 i can't you're like la, 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 la. can't do this right now but yeah that's one of the things that like sucks the most with this whole like shutdown thing i mean so many things suck but my selfish gripe is like we at the station like this group that was hired with the previous people were just really starting to get our flow together and just like yeah had all these ideas and creative ideas and we're doing this and doing this and then it's like yeah i haven't seen any of them in months and like all of this and And are people like, like broadcasting from home I yeah, but it's just a small few of like who have been able to figure out how to make shows yeah. from home. Yeah. Like I think maybe there's four or five of us that are still like making fresh shows right now and like but it's just such a process. Like I've been making one but I've been working on it for like a week because it's like curating the songs and then you have to record it separately and then you have to splice those separately and then you have to go back and record it's like a podcast pretty much like Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so much more tedious than going into a station with all right. your friends and like, right. all right, I'm going to do this. Hey, what's up? Yeah. And so it's just a whole nother beast. Everybody contributing to the greater product yeah, that you're now trying to replicate by yourself. Yeah. It's really hard to get into like the back announcements. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like, normally I'd just be like, hey, this is what I just played. Like, da, da, da. and then like friends popping in like, like, all right, well, KUCR. <laughs> but now it's like, well, that was the slits. Uh, like, trying to get into character in, in my room. By and, yourself. Yeah, yeah, I have to, like, tell my boyfriend to, like, you can't come in. Don't look at me. Like, yeah. like <laughs> pretend this isn't happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'm in character. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not, but I am. It's so weird. So it's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited to inevitably get back in the station but that's a whole nother can of worms with our tiny old station that is being surrounded by these giant new buildings at ucr and it's a whole nother can of worms our fate but we're working it out like we're powering through (laughs) so you have a your own show right yeah the outsider Outsider roundup Roundup. Mm -hmm. so i've been doing that for about i don't know since last it's been over a year now. Is it every day or how, what's the frequency? I, well, when I was, when everything was normal, quote unquote, I was doing it once a week. And the last time slot I had was like Friday three to five. So it was like perfect afternoon. Like, hey, everybody, it's me. But now it's like, well, like, <laughs> whenever we're figuring it out. And so I tried to do a show weekly still, but it's just. Yeah, it's a process. So it's been more of like every other week that I have a new show coming out, and KUCR now because of everything being different has kind of switched to more public affairs stuff. So music doesn't really even start until nine p.m. now. Oh wow! And so it's like if I do have a show on, it's like all right, it'll be Wednesday at eleven. Like tune in. <laughs> so it's right now. It's just like a random grab bag of when it fits in the schedule yeah. link rather than right set times it's the board so it's completely different <laughs> it's wow. weird hmm. but i'm, I'm interested to yeah be on still. So like, i'm, I'm like glad. hey my voice is on the radio that's the coolest thing i could ever think of so and so you bring together just different 
song? What's your like favorite stuff to be playing? It's an extremely eclectic show. It's I usually do like three like three songs block like a three song block that's kind of similar. Say it'll be like old western cowboy block and then the block after that like I don't know I'm feeling funky and it'll be like funkadelic and prince and this yeah and all right now psychedelic music so it's a lot of psychedelic soul funk that's cool western pop I like I just have like my thing like ever since I was a kid is like I just know like so <laughs> much in like I try to listen to something I've never heard every day. Like, I try to at least listen to, like, a new album every day or something. Yeah. So it's just, like, I've just got this treasure trove of obscure nonsense good tunes in my head. And so it's, like, I finally have the ability to, like, curate this big old weirdo show of all this. That's so cool. I need to have our (laughs) 19-year-old tune in because his goal is all, like – to he very rarely will listen to a song yeah twice which i'm like you definitely were born in the right era because i couldn't imagine that, that. was not attainable yeah. when i was 19 like you know we were still yeah. listening to cd we were still like you, you were listening to either what was on the that's radio all you had or what you had on <laughs> cd um but he just like turns on spotify and like he went through like a big like steampunk era oh, and like yeah, he listened. He was listening to Sigur Ros the other day. Like, oh man, he I've like has a... the most eclectic music taste of anyone that I've ever known. Just reminded me on one of the many show trips with my dad. We it was one Coachella. Uh, it was when like De- Depeche Mode was headlining, and that's one of the main reasons we went out. Yeah, but it was like Franz Ferdinand and all this Mode. stuff. Like, so it was around that era, yeah. and we found a spot like at the front of like the main stage like early in the day and was there for like 10 hours oh like my gosh it was so by the time Depeche Mode came on we were like ready for it yeah. but before Depeche Mode was Sigur and my dad had never heard them had knew anything about them but the dude like next to him was really hyping him up he was like this is gonna change your life man <laughs> this is like that you are gonna have no idea it's gonna be the best thing ever and he was pumped he's like yeah this is gonna be your awesome. He hated it. He hated it so <laughs> much. It's for sure polarizing. He was like, you're for like sure. oh, like somebody, like kill me. Like he, well, especially playing right before Depeche Mode. He'd been standing there for hours, yeah. and there's this beautiful he's like, he's Icelandic like, man just playing a guitar with a violin yeah. bow. He was, yeah, not at, so to this day he he's truly hates that band. We <laughs> saw them. Oh, we're gonna tell the same story. Go. We saw him in Raleigh maybe four years ago and it started pouring it was out, pouring. outdoors but they were covered and they kept playing so they we were like that which sounds was beautiful a, it was amazing yeah, that's yeah. what you want it like, was actually like you the best look up and you see the, just the rain coming yeah, down through it, the lights it was and amazing. you're just drenched and it was amazing yeah. they're not my like, like super favorite band or anything but that was like like a celestial their rainstorm music. yeah it was yeah. Yeah. that was like <laughs> the was best amazing. band for the, yeah of what we listened to like for that yeah. to happen well it was interesting yeah. because i mean that happens a lot at that venue because our the first concert that we let two of our boys go to by themselves um i'm t- totally gonna blank on the name 21 pilots 21 pilots mm. And so and it was, like and they were going now. by themselves. Like we had been to the venue with them many times. I dropped them off, um, but it was like a show full of kids. You know, it was like mm-hmm. mostly kids yeah. 
who I think a lot of them seen their first show without their parents. And it, the heavens opened and it like totally started pouring. And so they moved them all. Sigurus, they were just like, uh, carry on, warriors, go be at peace with the rain. But that night they like moved all the kids into the convention center across the street. So the kids are like texting me like, we're getting run over by all the kids. You know, like it's like the stampede. Oh, yeah. Because they had, it happened like right, like our kids had been waiting in line like seven hours or mm-hmm. something. Because, you know, they're well trained. Like yes. they know how yes. to do concerts. So I dropped them off like seven hours before the show. They had been waiting forever. And then like the show's about to start. They're in the front and it starts raining. And so they move everybody and all the kids are like, we're losing our spots. We're losing. It was like, I, oh my gosh. I know that feeling. I know that, that panic. Like, yeah, they I were was panicked. I was the weirdo. Well, with many other weirdos like camping out the night <laughs> yeah, before like, I wasn't like by myself the streets of hollywood like no. yeah <laughs> i don't once again if my mother knew like yeah being like 16 with like no all my friends that i met from the internet they're flying in like, <laughs> they're cool. cool we're just gonna sleep like in front of the troubadour it's yeah, all right it's fine i turned out okay you, you're still alive still alive turned out okay Those... got a lot of stories yeah Those i always say good. that about our kids that our kids like did some stupid crap but they were really good at like i always knew what stupid Mm -hmm. i mean for the most i'm sure there's (laughs) i'm sure like as they roll into their 30s i'm gonna get my mom's finding some stuff out now yeah i'm gonna get a whole (laughs) litany of things but for the most part they're good about like keeping us surprised of their stupidity which (laughs) good bad i mean it's a toss-up but yeah yeah, that just like i gotta keep my spot they were so upset it's the whole experience. It is. If you don't have a good spot, you're. Are you even there? Oh, yeah. Did it even happen? Did it even happen? I know. In my Facebook memories, uh, Tristan had taken a couple pictures that night when the show started back up, um, and they're just like awesome, amazing pictures. So it must have been like it. Ha- I've the pictures surfaced within the last week or so um, on my Facebook memories. So must have been in the summer. But That's just awesome. such good memory, you know, like. There's nothing like a good concert. No, like, that's that's sincerely, like, other than my friends, is, like, the one thing that I'm dying to do is just, like, get my mind blown yeah. by somebody. I don't know who. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, I just miss needing to put something in my ears because it's too loud like i missed that (laughs) that's part of my alexander hamilton deep dive right now is i'm (laughs) listening to uh my dear hamilton which is like from eliza hamilton's perspective Mm. uh it's like a 23 hour (laughs) uh audiobook and i'm like oh i need a little break from 2020 (laughs) let's just yeah absolutely some founding fathers drama it's better yeah. than my escapism. I've gotten it's into helping. reality TV really hard. So. Oh, yeah. What are you watching? Like, I'm not – I used to do bad. a lot of reality TV, but we got rid of cable, and I don't have it It's such in. a great escape, though. It yeah. is. What, yeah, what are you watching? Tell me all the – tell me all the <laughs> So, in this quarantine, I started and finished The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh. I yeah. s- I'm halfway like in. Like all of it. All of it. From its inception. From from wow. the start to the end. That's impressive. Like uh-huh. you should make yourself like a little badge. Know like, all about it in Quarantine a month. 2020, whatever all the little initials I, are. R-H-O-H-B. They're my friends. They're yeah. my friends. They're your peeps. Now I'm on New York, Real Housewives of New York. Oh, there's some. Mm-hmm. Re- is Regina, is it Regina on that one? And then there's like a, a duchess or a. The countess. So the countess. There's the countess. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's what I'm doing. And uh, 90 Alex? Day Fiance is really the oh, other one. Oh, yes. And, we uh, have watched that. Did you see Married at First Sight? No. That okay, one. yes, that's that next for you. That's my plans for today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did you watch The Tiger King? Yes. Okay, good. Antonio, our friend, had not watched it. We were like, dude, that gotta was... watch Tiger King, man. <laughs> that feels like Tiger King feels like forever ago. Yeah, a Doesn't couple it? years. It, yeah. <laughs> like, Doesn't it? That whole phenomenon feels like... But it was just a couple months and ago, was it? Like, well, that's the thing with twi- with twenty twenty. There's so every many day, major things that have like, happened yeah. that they seem like forever ago. Yeah. yeah, every day is like a new historical event. It seems, it is. and so it's like, who? Like, I almost forgot his name, Joe Exotic. How yeah. could I forget? <laughs> How could you forget? And so too goes. much has happened since then. Yeah. Well, it's like I saw we were watching something and like an old commercial or came up and they said essential workers. And I said, oh, remember when that was yeah. being said? <laughs> yeah, all we're the time? not even remember saying. Remember when people cared yeah. about the essential yeah, workers? we're not yeah. even saying essential workers. <laughs> like that anymore. was years ago that used to be said. No, it's just a guy at a grocery store. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've elapsed five years over the last since March. It's like it's. <sighs> It's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah, but Married at First Sight, I think there's like six seasons, but we started backwards. Oh, great. We watched, that makes me happy, too. Doesn't that make you, you hear that <laughs> and like, you're like, oh, I've got, it's like, want to go to the like store, get some snacks. And, <laughs> yeah, like you hear that and it's like, Honestly, because oh. it, it's total, because like my boyfriend, he does not understand blesses. I'm like, we've been living together the last three years. I've been doing pretty good at not having him like know my weird reality <laughs> tv stuff but now that we're it's together over all the time yeah, it's, it's like over. i'm watching this there's right no now. quirks that Enjoy can be this. hidden when you're living with somebody in but like he just doesn't so i have we had to have the talk i was like you know i'm smart you know i'm a very <laughs> smart woman all right so no by me watching this oh, I, it's just an escape i'm watching it like analytically like yeah look at these i'm dummies. watching it like, ironically exactly it's yeah. like yeah Sure, I'm invested in their lives, mm-hmm. but come yeah. on. You're like, let me show you my resume before <laughs> yeah, like, I watch this. You know, I'm sm- remember that book I read last week? Like, all right, we're good. We're cool. Like, <laughs> I know. That's one great thing about our relationship is that we are evenly, very evenly matched in our trashy TV watching. That's true. <laughs> That's wonderful. Except The Bachelor, Bachelor. I can't watch those. I yeah, I can't really watch those either. No, yeah. those, those don't interest me. I If you... <laughs> Yeah, it's just too but once again, I've now. never dived into it, so that's yeah. easy for me to there say. There are some seasons <laughs> if the bachelor slash bachelorette seems to be a decent human. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> really watched it since we've been together, like in the last ten years. Yeah. But there were times like it can become like yes. I think because it's been like the quality of person that they're. <laughs> attracting yeah well it's, it's just so it's shallow there's not it's i mean so not that shallow. the other ones are super deep but yeah it, it's, <laughs> like, yeah just the whole concept it's, it just seems so one-dimensional like compared to some of the, like did you see the before the 90 days with big ed that season the guy with the like no neck and the long black no, hair i've been trying to find that's that. where all the memes that's, come from okay yes okay, so you i've have been to trying to find that, that one. one's it's on Amazon amazing Prime and you have amazing. to pay 30 dollars for the season you know what i did that with the other 90 day fiancés and once again have not i really hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to this because if he found out that (laughs) i spent at least 60 dollars on 90 day fiancé stuff from amazon yeah you're like just do you know that podcast it was really boring (laughs) the people weren't interested just don't watch it i think it was the most i haven't seen any of the other ones i think that's the only season i've seen of that 
but that was just a tr- like every because you know they're following six or seven different yeah. storylines and all of them are just such a train wreck. Well, they're, they're such a train wreck that you're like screaming at the TV like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> insane it's insane it's insane and so it's wonderful to yeah have the fan blowing on you your dog <laughs> right. at your feet like look at these idiots right. <laughs> right 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 it's like a brain pause yeah but the, that big big ed he's just such a kid like so he was on i didn't the know H- his name was big ed yeah, yeah. So isn't that amazing <laughs> he, yeah, i think it gets, he's self-proclaimed he's a self-proclaimed well because i'm sure you've seen like the one where he's like i like the view and have you seen that? Is it what There's are we called? I think what are the we only thing I've clips? seen with him is like him talking about her hairy legs or something. Oh yeah, so there's that. So I saw that one. So there's, there's that one. Sitting at a, I'll set. I'll eat that. I'll set up. No, it's so fine. Go. You should, they're sitting at a we table like dinner. They're in like the beach, you know, some resort, and um, they're sitting there eating lunch, and they look out in the water, and she goes, "I like the view," and he goes. <laughs> he goes, you're my best view. And she goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like the best, the best. She was just so oh, not into him from the very Could second. love it. And, every, and he's just like throwing himself at her. Into him. But yeah, it, he was on the H3 podcast and he's like been on a bunch of stuff since then. It's crazy. He oh. was like, because like, a lot of the people, I mean, reality TV in general, but that show specifically, a lot of the people on that show are terrible. Yeah. yeah they're some, not good people. They're not good people. But he, he seems like is, a good seems dude. Every like now and decent, then, it's yeah. like, oh, look at these little, <laughs> this little angel. He yeah. Has no idea and what they're And I'm doing. sure that, like, on the spectrum, like, if he was in a normal show, I would probably not like him. But because he's in, like, comparison to all these, like, truly. Just putting his heart out Just there. horrible people. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And not horrible, like, it, yeah, it's, like, all manner. Like, the guy that, like, has flown to the Ukraine six times and the girl, like, oh, keeps okay. not showing yes. up. She's not those, real. Those and everybody knows. Seasons. That's the, the same season. Yeah. Okay. okay. Everybody knows that she's it's not It's worth real. watching. It's entertaining. Like, Married I, at First oh, Sight is good, it. but, like, you, it's, like, super interesting at the beginning and then it's, like, more. Mm. We need to, like, just skip some episodes and, like, get to the end. Yeah, because we kind it of drag, fell off. It drags on. For a you while. know what we're currently watching? I'd love to know. That should not be as interesting as it is. Is a show called Alone. Oh, Have that's amazing. That? Is it like uh, getting left in the wilderness? Yes, kind of yeah. except it's real. Love that stuff. But yeah, they like... except it's real because they do their own camera work. Because all the other ones, yeah, you're like, yeah. he's alone. He's about to die, and then yeah, you're like, you're like, not holding a camera though. Yeah, exactly. So like, obviously, there's a film crew, and they're you know, like every once in a while, like. A boom will like drop into yeah. the shot, and you're like medical emergency. You see yeah. like the crew in the back, yeah. like yeah. Oh. yeah. They're dropped in <laughs> so they're Antarctica, like truly alone. With they're allowed to pick ten items. I love this. Like, it's, so these are people that are like hardcore, diehard survivalists. Like, yeah, like it's their job. Some of them. And it's a little bit like presented like the Hunger Games, like you know, in the Hunger Games <laughs> when they were like in the forest, and it would like show their name of like where it's like mm-hmm. it. I don't know. It's I done don't well. understand exactly all the specifics of what makes it works because when i'm describing it to someone because we like antonio has to listen to all of our reality <laughs> tv watching we're like oh my gosh antonio we found this new show and he's like looking at us he's like you guys are such losers it sounds so dumb. <laughs> but it sounds so dumb like yeah. as i'm describing it but um no I'm, it's great like that's i that's what i'm next about on your watch list by alone way, yeah because that one is like 
I don't feel dirty like watching that one <laughs> like with some of the other ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I actually feel like totally. I'm learning stuff. Like if I ever get if I ever get stuck in Antarctica, like I'm gonna catch oh, a I'm rabbit. Ready. It's like changing <laughs> the way I think I'm gonna about catch things. a rabbit. <laughs> like as I was entering like or like pulling the laundry lint like out of the thing the other day, I was like, should I save this? Is it gonna help me start a fire? <laughs> <laughs> it's like changed. Oh, like yeah. I'm ready. Like I I learned how to smoke a moose on that show like, <laughs> all visually i assume yeah. I'm ready. that was that show is amazing because they no, but it's they drop great... 10, 10 people they each can pick 10 items and they're all in the same vicinity area but yeah. they're not near each other they don't know where the other people are and they just go until they tap out so it could go for like it goes like oh, like one guy broke his like leg four months. Like the second day oh man i didn't one, realize one guy ate like a muskrat and <laughs> had to tap out and you don't know if other people are tapping out yeah like or how many people are left like the guy that won he had no idea they just finally showed up and like you're okay, the well, last stop. one you're like no it's it's away. fine yeah. i'm so excited to watch it's this. amazing <laughs> and i think like i keep saying like every single day like it's like one of those where we're both just like, just one more episode. And I'm like, Mark, I have to go to bed. It's so She's late. Like, it's two in the morning. It's two. Like, we've watched it till two in the morning. I could probably convince it. my boyfriend to watch yeah. that one. It's because it's, it's that same thing. He doesn't like, if he's not learning from it, like, what are you doing? He'll yeah. like that one. And he's still like alone. Like, it's good. A good way to, to get to know him is he rode his bike from Riverside to New York. Oh, one time. Wow. So that's the kind Just of guy. One time. So that's the kind of guy he is. So yeah. it's like, why are you watching What kind of, this? Yeah. like a motorcycle? No. Like, Mark's like, him, I need some more Him and his buddy Aaron took they him a few months. bicycled all the way to New York? Mm-hmm. That's they had amazing. to go through the country and Listen, camped and I've driven across the, the country a couple of times. Yeah. That's an ordeal. So that's the kind of guy he is. So when I'm like. Yeah, munching in bed and watching yeah, like, Real Housewives of New York and he's City. like this is the stupidest they're like yeah. go outside I'm like, yeah. okay. like stop judging me I don't so have space we, for this it works but yeah definitely this quarantine has been like because he's home all the time mm-hmm. I'm home all the time and it's like we've been <laughs> we've yeah. been able to skirt aside those issues of like ay, 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 what you do in your free time is yeah. like, <laughs> what does he do for work he was working at Simple Simons downtown. No, he was, Simon. I love yeah, that place. before everything kind of blew yeah. up, he would like go in at four in the morning to do like the bakery stuff, That's and amazing. so that was that was his job for a while. But is he, Simple Simons have are they open in any capacity right yeah, now? Yeah, they opened up, tried to do dine in, and then dine in got shut. So now it's just very like yeah. limited. But he recently just resigned because it was just. Yeah, so stressful. And we live with my grandmother who, bless her heart, is like she like straps on her back brace and is like, I got this, like and tries (laughs) to do everything. But we've kind of just had to be like, we have to like, yeah, take control of this house because (laughs) this woman's going to kill herself. So we've kind of just devoted ourselves to to caring for her. It sounds. Yeah. Just like and he's just being a handyman or like he had to dig 12 hours yesterday to fix a water pipe and like all this so he's but he's all right with that though like he's the kind of guy like no it's fine it's like i'd rather be doing this than like yeah i don't know dealing with customers complaining about soup well and simple (laughs) simons is difficult has a difficult location because you have Mm. to get so deep into the space to order even, you know yeah it's like it's, it's not a crazy system. it's not a quarantined no and they are uh, trying to like, location keep it going like that but it's you know, it was just so difficult so yeah. he just kind of he had to bow out <laughs> yeah i i totally can see that 
That's wow. cool. So, he would probably like a lot. I hope so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to watch gonna it. I'm going to cross my fingers for you. You'll have to send me a text. No, he's, I'm putting money on it. He's, he's like been it. really getting into building model airplanes. Oh, <laughs> so you're like, just step up, take a step back. So he's, I'll be in the room. He'll just, I don't understand. <laughs> Tissue paper and all this. But yeah. I love him. Yeah. I love him. It makes the world go round, right? Like variety is the spice of life. And being able to just like be like, I am totally not into that. Yes. That's something we've had to be like, but I I love you. You're great though. Yeah. I love you. So carry on. Yeah. More power to you. Yeah. Enjoy it. Like that I don't like. You I do like. Exactly. (laughs) Learning how to deal with those things. With the, I want to go back to the, uh, with the station Mm-hmm. With the music, when you're picking, like, do you have restrictions? Are there limitations on songs you, that you can play? KUCR, most college radio stations there is. Like, you're kind of, like, designated, like, oh, you've got the rock show. You've right. got this. But we're so lucky at that station. It's kind of like, go to town. As That's long cool. as it doesn't swear, you're good. And, like, I could literally play white noise for two hours if I wanted. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But it's really, like they put the trust in because it's such a like they don't do it often if they bring in DJs so like they really put their trust in the DJs to curate a good solid show and yeah. I love everyone's shows on That's there awesome. so it's like yeah I I wouldn't have been able to do my show if I had like a kind of set right thing because it's like all over the place with like tropical music and I don't know ambient guitar drone what are the how do i tune in and listen to kucr well the airwaves if you're in the inland empire but it's also constantly streaming at kucr.org so you can just go and listen to a stream on there and i think there's an iphone app i think it's like an iheart radio for android or something but yeah there's i usually just go on the website on my phone because you can just have it on in the background and yeah and can we go on to KUCR? Does it have, like, archives? Can I listen there to, like, is. your old shows? Well, not on the we're, the whole archives thing. Like, we had someone in the archives position, but now we're quarantined. <laughs> like, he's been let go. And so it's – we uh, just recently got a Mixcloud. Like, it's – Mixcloud's, like, the streaming service that's specifically for, like, um, radio shows and things like that. So it's – it's another app, but you can go on and stream like my show specifically. So, That's KCR cool. just recently got a mix cloud, so you can. I've been uploading all the shows on there. Nice. And yeah, I like that more because I was just like uploading playlist, but that doesn't have the same effect of the transitions right. and all of this. And it's like missing the voiceover in between the song. Yeah, I've and got a lot tape. of information. I got yeah. years. I got quips. <laughs> Got so can we access the mix cloud? How do we access the mix cloud? Uh, I I think you just like download through. the app or you just like mixcloud.com or something. Okay. Just look up KUCR and... And there you are. Uh, yeah, I think I have six shows. I think I've made six shows during this whole home... Situation. Situation. And yeah, so I've got those on there. Working on the seventh should probably finish that today. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, maybe instead of starting alone, I'll finish. Before, before the shutdown, were you doing your shows live? Yeah, okay. every show was live. and But those were all recorded, too. Like, they have 
in the in the station like they have a system like every live thing is recorded so all of those are archived but it's on their computers right. <laughs> so i'd have to like get those but yeah that's definitely something i want to get on a hard drive before whatever the next yeah thing whatever is happens <laughs> lord knows tomorrow but so yeah all of those shows i would love to hear them because it's like now i know what i'm doing i'm confident but at the beginning it was like don't know how to work these controls and then i was bringing vinyl in and it's like switching from this but then i have to go on air and it was so were you playing when you were doing it live were you playing on different formats like sometimes it was a yeah, song that was downloaded like, and sometimes it was a record yeah because i've amassed quite a solid record collection I in bet. my years <laughs> and so it was like i can finally use them <laughs> yeah and yeah so initially i would just when they're training the djs they just want you to use um like they don't want you to use your computer or anything they want you to like have physical formats and learn yeah how to actually be a dj yeah, yeah. and so i would just bring in my records like i would pick cds from the from the archive sometimes but i was like why would i do that i got all these records yeah. so most of my first shows were all vinyl and then as i got more comfortable and i got comfortable with me sometimes i do vinyl shows but sometimes i just have a big old crazy online show that i would have a dj app you know and can mix on there and that's so cool. oh i miss it <laughs> i miss live shows so much but they'll return yeah what was the last yeah. show you went to Mm, it was Ila Bamba and Combo Chimbita at uh, the Lodge Room in Highland Park. They and there was actually tickets that I got through KUCR. Like I gave a like had a ticket giveaway show and stuff for it and all this. So it's I was super excited and it was I'm so thankful that was like the last show I saw because it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. It, le cool. it left a good impression on me. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Had a good one to savor mm -hmm. through this time. So it goes. Once again. <laughs> I wish that, um, like, some of the comedians were doing, like, drive-in shows. <laughs> I wish that we could, like, harness that a little. Like, because that's an avenue where, you know, because we've been going to, like, the Van Buren yeah. drive-in. Because they started playing classic. They played I Ghostbusters. They're playing Goonies tonight. Um, it's good to know. Yeah. So they did Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day last weekend, um, and they're doing Goonies this weekend, so we've been doing What's that. What's the second one? Do you know? It's uh, like My Spy or something. It's not a oh. um, <laughs> It's not a classic movie. I don't know. Whatever. They need you back to the future. Oh, yeah. Be. You should write them a letter. I will. Um, but, yeah, I I wish that we could, like, harness the drive-in experience yeah, a little more. Yeah, with like live music it's just one of those things that you have to be there <laughs> yeah and so like even because we're because we have this series called fm nights at kucr where it was our live show series and so we've done one online version of that so far and we're yeah. in the process of figuring out the next one but it's it's that same thing like it's just not the same thing so we've kind of switched it more to like discussion base as well it's like i'm gonna play some songs and have right. interviews which is a cool thing to get that we, connection yeah because you know normally during shows you can't really have that but so there's some positives to it but it's still like i just miss having everyone together yeah. <laughs> it's like uh yeah ucr could harness that gigantic parking lot 
<laughs> do some drive-in shows there. I'm sure that they'll be. We'll get back. Slow to get back there, yeah. but I'm excited to see like as all of the creatives come out of this time of like respite yes. and quiet. Um, I think it's going to be so interesting to take. You know, I said this about Zoom when we kind of first started using Zoom for the business that I was like, oh, this, I mean, we're all so burned out on Zoom right now that none of us want to talk <laughs> yes. about it ever again. But, um, you know, it was this resource that was sitting there that none of us were really using um, that I think it's going to be really interesting when we get on the other side of this to see like the resources and the pivots and the kind of different ways of making things work that we all figured out during this time how it's going to come back together with like the old ways and everybody being like recharged and oh, having yeah. all this creative energy and I'm excited to just see. like the collaborations because it's like if if we've been building all this up to yeah. ourselves like once you know you're able to link up again like oh boy yeah I mean and that's kind of you know like if you're talking about the civil war and my Alexander Hamilton <laughs> deep dive um that's what happens through history, you know, like oh, there yeah. will be this time of like turmoil and revolution and like, you know, the Spanish flu of 1918 and all of this. And then what comes after it is the roaring 20s or the mm -hmm. Renaissance or um, so I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited to see that the next. You know? I'm Absolutely. ready for that pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were ready I'm excited. For that pace. Just, I just want to hit the fast forward button on the cassette player. And yeah. It's just, like it's you're going to skip go forward to that 30 seconds like on YouTube. <laughs> like I, I mean, I've always been a homebody and I've always like loved the corner of my bed in yes. my room. Yeah. I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I washed my windows for the first time in years. <laughs> like, cause I was like, well, if I'm going to be staring out these yeah. windows. You're like, here I am. <laughs> like, wow, they're that color, the trees. They're beautiful. <laughs> so it's. Like, honestly, this is, like, the most social interaction I've had in months. Like, <laughs> well, I've, I've really gotten to know my dogs. I mean, I've always been a weird dog person anyway, but full-on conversations are happening now. Yeah, it's... I know. My kids say to me all the time, Mom, you know that the dogs don't speak English, right? I'm like, oh, they do. They understand. They know what I'm saying. They understand. They're picking up what I'm throwing One hundred. That's... Yeah. Something I've allowed. That's something I've allowed myself to be like. I'm gonna have a conversation with my dog. Yeah. Because who else am I gonna yeah. talk to right I now? I mean, I don't have a shortage of people. Like, <laughs> I'm still like in a you know with all of the kids home. I'm still in like a place of like introvert oversaturation. Yeah, I at couldn't all imagine times. having a house full of boys right now. That... They just like talking so much, and they like showing me <laughs> YouTube videos so much, and they like me watching what they did in Fortnite so much. No. And they like me looking at what they built in Minecraft so much. I, I'm I'm really saturated with. Yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, the dogs are they don't talk back. <laughs> so I think that that's the appeal with the dogs. So I can talk, and they don't they don't talk back. Yeah. But yeah, it's a weird time, and I'm excited to see what's you know like I think that it's going to be like this huge like creative burst that happens after. And I'm excited, excited, ready. Ugh. Yeah. Ready for it. Well, thanks so much for coming in. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. This was so needed. <laughs> like, Good. Talking to people. <laughs> I was worried my interpersonal skills were just out the window They're at gone. this point. Well, <laughs> so you still got it. So, <sighs> got it. Oh, maybe I'll get a job. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Right. You're like, let's do all the posts. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>